You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a safe space for all you foul mouth fantasy players out there. Tonight's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, and the Fantasy Fish. How's it going? I fucking hate football sometimes, man. Like, I gotta stop love betting hate. on fucking sports. <laughs> like, not only are my fantasy team shit, but fucking just, I can't even, I can't gamble or shit. Yeah, I don't really bet that much, but it's not easy. Some yeah, people dude, are fucking dude. really good at it. They have a lot of time to, like, research certain things, and I don't. Well, it's crazy. Like, I'll hit, like, some parlay one weekend and get, like, a thousand bucks. And then, you know, this weekend, I lost all my bets. I I hit one to just try to, like, break even, but it was just bad. It was just bad. And then right now, like, you know, fucking Raiders are handing it to the fucking Chiefs. And, I, of course, I picked the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're still. A I mean, they could come back. Still, there's football. a lot of time. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's only twenty to seven right now. But I don't know. Fucking lame. You know, it's funny. Um, yeah. I was just thinking today. So, like, you know, like like fall season, spooky season, all that shit's coming along. So I don't know about you, but um, my significant other, lady friend, she is obsessed with like Pinterest and all that bullshit. So she sends me like all these like fucking crazy recipes on like and i'm a good cook but she sends me all this shit and it's like i'm not making that she's like yeah but it looks good like yeah it looks great but i'm not fucking making that and then it's just so funny she just sends me tons of shit and then i mean i'll admit i'm also guilty of it too like on instagram i'll like see some like cool food shit and i'll like bookmark it to never look at it ever again to never make it see that's one thing that my wife's good at is she will make that shit like she will find it and make it some yeah. of them take too long though. Some or like there's like, it's like you gotta use like thirty pots and pans, and by the time you're done, you're like, this wasn't worth it. I got it's gonna take like two hours of work. <laughs> yeah, it's the cleaning up. Like, like lasagna is fucking delicious, but it takes like two hours to make that fucking thing. Like with all the cheese and all the pasta and all the fucking like it's just so much fucking work. Like that's why I like tacos. Tacos are like the delicious lazy man food because. I mean, granted, you could get fancy with it and make some crazy shit, but for the most part, do you just cook up some meat, make get some salsa and some cheese, throw that shit on a tortilla? Delicious, dude. Just like street, ta- I make street tacos at home a lot, and it's just like you gr- grow up some meat, chop it up, throw some onion and cilantro on there, done. Yeah, fucking easy, simple. I like that. You, you need a cutting but board like and a plate, a... and that's it. Dude, fuck that. I use the plate that I'm gonna eat on as a cutting board. Less dishes. That works too. <laughs> Uh, like I, it, it's just funny because like now I understand like like when you were a kid when you didn't do shit and your mom would hit you and be extremely disappointed because you didn't do shit because life sucks when you're an adult because if you don't do these things no one does it and you're like well fuck yeah nobody else does that shit either yeah like when you're when your mom would be like hey I need you to take the chicken out of the freezer and then you didn't and then she comes home and the shit's still frozen and she starts hitting you with a pack of frozen chicken. Like, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> they told you to take this shit out. <laughs> yeah, one job. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, being an adult, like, 
you know it's funny like like i was watching um not watching I, like some of these instagram pages i follow they're like those 90s nostalgia pages and i was like dude i miss being a fucking kid man i didn't have, i didn't have to do shit it was just pick up some dog poop mow some mow some lawn take out the dishes and trash that's about it like no fucking chores yeah that's what pretty much my son's chores right now. And he recently decided that he doesn't want to do the dishes. Like he doesn't like doing them. And I don't have a dishwasher because there's no space for one in my kitchen. So yeah. and it's an old ass house. Right. So mm-hmm. he like didn't do them. And then he's like came home and I'm like, what happened? And he's like, oh, I didn't feel like doing it. I'm like, you think I wasn't going to notice? And he was like, well, yeah. And I was like, what? How? I'll fucking kill you. You don't understand, man. You were you were two seconds away about being cummed in a sock. So, <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Oh, um, speaking of kids, shout out to our our friend of the show, Sean. He's in a his son is ten, ten I think, and they started a uh, a family league like with like so it's like Sean, his parents, his in laws his son, like a couple other like family members and shout out to Sean for shitting all over his son's league and dominating it at four and oh, like show no mercy to your fucking child. I love it. That's right. You gotta win here to win. That's what, if I played in a league with my kids, I'd be like, fuck you. I'm the King. I own you. You will never beat me. Yeah. I played in the league with somebody once one year. I'm undefeated and won the championship. And then they never asked me to play again. That's the only downfall. It was funny. Um, a couple of years ago, I played in a in a, like an office league with some of my coworkers, and I just demolished everybody. And they were like, and it was like some crazy money league where it was like, anytime you make a transaction, it costs a dollar. Like anytime you make a trade, it's like five bucks. If you lose, you had to put in like ten bucks into the league pot. And I absolutely demolished everybody, and I loved it. It was hilarious. Because I even told <laughs> them, I was the like, I was just like, just so you know, like, I play a lot of fantasy football, and, and sometimes I'm pretty good at it. They're like, no, dude, it's just for fun. I was like, okay. And then I took everybody's <laughs> right. money, and it was the best. And ran with it. That's right. Those are the leagues where people talk about where it's like, how is this person still available on waivers and 50% of the leagues? Those are the leagues that they're available in. Uh, th- yeah. Well, that, that, was the, that was the thing I liked about that league. Cause I made the most transactions, but that's because every week there's someone on the waiver wire. Then I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. And I drop somebody and I'm like, I'll get them back next week. It's fine. Yep. People, some of these people don't pay attention as much really what it comes yeah. down to. And I was like, and they're like, how are you so good at fantasy football? I was like, well, cause in high school, when you guys were out fingering girls, I was playing fantasy football, like a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. It's called being a nerd, man. <laughs> yeah. It's called nerding out, jacking off to fucking fantasy football. It's my life. You don't understand. You don't know the passion. Rookie. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, let's get the show going. Uh, Chiefs just kicked a field goal, so now it's 20 to 10. So there's still a chance I could win some money. Please, God. Please, fantasy gods. I've been good. I've been good. I haven't haven't done anything. I've supported Antonio Brown and his massive dick. Oh, well. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) <laughs> all right big news matt rule got fired because he's a terrible coach <laughs> so. and so did the defensive coordinator i don't know yep. who it was. you know what's funny but about fired matt also. rule so coach salaries are basically guaranteed so matt rule's gonna get paid eight hundred thousand dollars a month for the next two years by the panthers i'm like dude good for you hell yeah 
I, I'm not even mad about it. I get it. Uh, speaking yeah. of the Panthers, Baker Mayfield has a high ankle sprain, and he's also trash. So they're saying that he actually might miss some time. So um, we're not saying go pick up P.J. Walker, but P.J. Walker looks like he might be the starter for Carolina. So this is more of a you probably can't play D.J. more and just be weary of what Christian McCaffrey is going to be if P.J. Walker starts. Yeah, there's rumors, too, of them cleaning house. Yeah. So we'll see if any of these I, guys move. DJ Moore goes to like the Packers. If Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. goes, there was a rumor that the Bills required about him. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine Christian McCaffrey on the Bills? Yeah. They would score eight touchdowns a game. I talked about it on the show before. Like, I wish the Chargers would go after DJ Moore. Like, I would love DJ Moore on the Chargers. Yeah, Get he's a good quarterback. Court. Especially you get him a stud quarterback. Keenan Allen can't be like, and I love Keenan. Keenan Allen is one of my all time favorite chargers, but I mean like he's 30. He's, he hasn't, he barely, he's only played one quarter of football this entire season. I mean, then just let Keenan go at the end of the year and fucking sign yeah. DJ Moore. God damn it. For sure. Uh, to a tug of Iloa with a concussion injuries. Uh, he's still not ready to go yet. Um, which is not surprising. Teddy Bridgewater ended up in the concussion protocol, but they're saying that he he actually cleared all the concussion tests on Sunday, but wasn't cleared by the independent spotter to return. Um, so that's actually a good, this is uh, this is weird because Chris Olave that's the, uh, could be a next piece of news. He had a mm-hmm. concussion also, and he's not eligible to return. And I think he passed. This is what I was talking about when I said be careful of people being on concussions, mm-hmm. not being able to come back one then the next week every time even though in the past they would have that was actually my my next news was olave's concussion is just monitor it make sure he practices this week um but i i mean after the tua thing you know they're going to be you know changing up everything yeah they're going to be looking at it pretty seriously so like i don't know talk to your league mates add one more ir spot call it the concussion ir spot yeah, you can only use two if you, unless you have a player with a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. That seems fair. I like that. Uh, not that no one cares about this, but Nikhil Harry's been activated from the injured reserve for the Chicago Bears. But the Bears offense ranks dead last and only throwing for 116 yards a game. So no one's excited about that. Nope, not yet. Looked a little bit better. Looked a little bit better this week, but you yeah. still got to give this some time because he looked a little better, looking, but it was still bad. It was still pretty bad. At least they scored That's, touchdowns, you know. Like, yes, uh, Valus Jones, the the rookie wide receiver they just drafted, he scored a touchdown. Darnell Mooney didn't do much. Neither did uh, Cole Komet. But like you said, it, they were throwing a little bit more. They still actually ran the ball more than they did pass. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Rashad Penny sadly broke his fibula. He's going to have surgery, so he's going to be out the rest of the year. That kind of did, you know what? Like, like people tell jokes and stuff, but I feel kind of bad for Rashad Penny, man. Like, you know, he was a first round pick a couple years ago, and the kid just can't stay healthy. Kind of sucks. Yeah, it does kind of. When does the last time he played a full year? Never. Okay, fair. He's never played a full season. So. And it sucks because, I mean, he has shown some serious talent. Like, he, like, like when he would spark, you would see why he was a first-round pick. You're like, oh, he's good. Yeah. 
He had so one in a course, really good game this year, and then yeah. so he had one really good game this year where you're like, okay, that's what you can get from him. Yeah. Um, so in a corresponding move, the Seahawks claimed former Saints running back Tony Jones off of waivers. Um, don't pick him up because DJ Dallas is expected to be their passing down back, and uh, Travis Homer should be coming off the IR here soon. Yeah, and Ken Walker. He's just a depth piece for him. I'm excited about Ken Walker. Ken Walker had that one really big run, so I I mean I'm still not completely sold on Ken Walker. I think the talent is there. Like he's a good running back, but I don't know. Like we'll see what happens. That one run accounted for over fifty percent of his yards, but he only had eight carries. So Yeah. We'll see if they increase his usage or not. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And then um Another concussion, Isaiah McKenzie, wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. He remains in the concussion protocol. Again, so he wasn't able to clear the protocol before the Sunday's game. So, you know, we'll see if he can get uh, cleared for week six. Uh, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, has a foot injury. He missed last week with it, and he might. Head coach John Harbaugh says that he might be back this week. So, you know, keep an eye on that. Uh, T. Higgins, ankle injury, basically goose-egged you last night, which sucks. But head coach Zach Taylor does say that um, that T. Higgins could have been an option in the second half, but, you know, they're trying to play, like, the long game with him. Although, dude, Zach, I don't know, man. Zach Taylor kind of sucks as a coach. Like, he's going to get a lot of leeway because he went to a Super Bowl last year. But I don't know, dude. Like, the Bengals look shitty this year. Just they, do. they were supposed to fix all their problems with that line, and it's just as bad. It's like worse. They're on pace to double the amount of sacks they gave up last year. I think it's got a little better the past couple of weeks, but yeah, it was. But they aren't looking very good, and no. it does seem like coaching may be the problem here. Mm-hmm. It's like the same, same problem with the Chargers. You got you got like great personnel everywhere, but fucking Joe Lombardi and Brandon Staley just aren't getting it done. It's very yep. upsetting. I agree. Uh, James Conner, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, head coach Cliff Kingsbury believes that he is okay after injuring his ribs in the loss to the Eagles. So, spoiler alert: I, we added a you no know, Benjamin to the waiver wire pickup for that reason. So, um, that's it for news. Unless I did you, did you see anything I missed. I think that's just about it. No. I'm sure Sweet. there's more. There's always more, but nothing. You got all the critical ones. I mean, I don't know. It seemed like a slow-ish news day, so I just kind of look for, like, the big ones. And, yeah, that's uh, good. Yeah. Well, move, let's go Let's go to everybody's favorite segment. We're talking pinks. We're talking stinks. You know the pinks, man. They always feel so good. It's a delicious feeling that everybody loves. And... Got your fantasy wiener all hard for week five. So who was your quarterback pink of the week, Bish? Yeah, I went with the obvious here. Josh Allen, he only completed 20 passes, and he threw for 424 yards, four touchdowns. He had a pick. He ran the ball five times for 42 more yards. He didn't even play. If he played the whole game, he probably could have thrown six or seven touchdowns. It would have been they ridiculous. They pulled him in the more third ridiculous. quarter. Yeah, it would have been more ridiculous than it already was. He's so good. Yeah, good on them for taking him out. Keep keep him healthy. Keep him strong. Uh, you, you know what I like about that? 
It's like, fuck it, dude. There's no way, like, we can lose. And they're like, fuck it. And if we do give up enough points to lose this game, he's got his stats for the day. Let's keep him healthy because, you know, we're going to make a run for it, you know, at the end of the year. So I, I dig it. I, I like that. I like that strategy. Uh, My quarterback pink of the week, Geno Smith, man. Guy's just getting it done. It, it's hilarious to me that. And I'll and I'll I'll admit I wasn't high on Geno Smith, but dude, he's he's grown on me. I'm digging it. He is actually he has the highest quarterback uh, QBR this year in football period. <laughs> but he went 16 to 25 for 268 and three touchdowns. Dude, God bless you, Geno Smith. I thought he was a career backup, man. He's the quarterback five through five weeks. We have a good enough sample size to where things should have balanced out for a lot of players by now. Maybe Pete Carroll was the was what made made Russell Wilson good, and now he's doing it with Geno. You know, speaking you of know? Russell Wilson, I actually didn't mention this in the news. They're saying that he sucks because he has a partially torn tear in his lat muscle, and that's affecting his quarterback play. But I don't know. He's I don't want to hear about it. That's a, he looks bad. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. He just he looks bad. Does that make but. his decision making terrible too? Because. Yeah, I know. Like that, like <laughs> you know, again, like, that, that play at the end of the game where KJ Hamler is wide open. Russ could have ran that in too. Yeah. Could have been a lot of things done differently that whole yeah. game. All right, who is your? Well, let's go with who's your running backs, plural, pinks of the week. Yeah, look, I'm not going to go through all their stats, but I'll look at their fantasy points here, and it's just all your. Hero running backs that you picked, you know, in your first round, with the exception of Najee Harris. Ugh. That, yeah, right. That maybe you were worried about, and maybe you thought, "Oh man, I could be in trouble this whole season." But if you, I'm trying to pull up their stats here. Look at Eckler, thirty-four points, Fournette, thirty-one. I guess you weren't too worried about him, but Henry, twenty-six. Cook 25, Kamara 20, McCaffrey 20. They're all playing just like you'd expected them this week. And, you know, this is why people drafted running backs because other teams are starting to see running backs fall. And the guys who are still here are producing a lot. And I'm just happy it happened valuable. because, you know, I was, I was sick and tired of people saying like, oh, yeah, look at all the zero RB guys are fucking crushing it because all the stud running backs aren't doing shit. It's like, eat a dick. Zero RB. Yeah, drafters. I think that's all farce, anyways. I know plenty of people who have who went zero RB, and sure they have two good receivers, but they ain't winning. Yeah, it's Especially probably the, split somewhat evenly at the moment, but it's not going to carry on for too long. Cold weather's coming, rain, snow, icy cold games are coming. That means ground football, Smash Mouth football, is what wins. So, you know. Well, you know, more positional scarcity. The running backs aren't available. If you're if you got a healthy, solid running back like this and they last all year, it's way more mm-hmm. valuable than having a receiver. Exactly. Uh my running back pink of the week, Brees Hall, rookie for the Jets. Um, eighteen for ninety seven on the ground with a rushing touchdown, two catches for a hundred yards. I think one of those catches went for like eighty yards or some shit like that. But still, the talent's finally shining through. So I think your window to get Brees Hall is now closed. I don't think you're going to be able to get him from whoever rosters uh, Brees Hall. And then, I mean, he could have had two touchdowns, but since he ran like, you know, fucking 9,000 yards 
ended up on getting tackled on the one. So Michael Carter punched it in for the touchdown. But dude, Brees Hall, man, now you see why he was a fucking, you know, he was the guy. Yeah, I was going to mention those two touchdowns also. It could have been an even bigger game than he already had. Mm-hmm. I'm just sad because I wish I had shares of Brees Hall. I, I only have him in one league, and I wish I, I had him in two more. dynasty leagues. So those should be good there. For yeah, and I'm trying to get him off you in one of our leagues. You won't fucking do it. You won't be my friend. Fucking help <laughs> help me out. <laughs> I will not. Ooh, breaking news right here. Darren Waller is in street clothes, so his day is done. Oh, that's so. good. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I have got, Darren I've only Waller. got him on one more team, and I cannot get rid of him. For I was say, I have Darren Waller in one league, and it's a dynasty league. And I'm going to just put him up on the trading block and say, just give me whatever the fuck you want. I don't even care. First offer sent to me gets Darren Waller. I don't I give a tried. shit what it is. Didn't even get an offer. All right. Who was your uh, wide receiver, uh, Pink? Yeah, my wide receiver, Pink, has been, he's been sneaky good all year, especially with this reemergence of... Geno Smith reemergence or emergence? I mean, is he never emergence? He was never good. <laughs> yeah, um, G- uh, Tyler Lockett. You know, he only had six targets, but in five receptions, but 104 yards, two touchdowns. He scored more than 10 points in four last four weeks. His first game was a little rough, but for where this guy was being drafted, you got to steal. You got like a wide receiver too borderline playing as a wide receiver one right now probably draft him as a flex wide receiver three so pretty yeah. awesome no i mean like i mean you know i've used this term before but tyler lockett has unsexily been an outstanding fantasy wide receiver because you were drafting him especially like like how you're just saying no one was in on the geno train and fucking tyler lockett's crushing it out there for fantasy so good for him yeah uh, my wide receiver pink of the week, Jacoby Myers, seven on eight targets for 111 yards and a touchdown. You know, I was talking about him last week as as someone you want to kind of look looking to keep an eye on on the waivers. And I mean, with Bailey Zappy, Bailey Zapp, whatever the fuck his name is. I mean, dude, he's a good wide receiver, and I think it helps that now Tyquan Thornton was activated from the IR. You know, they brought in Devontae Parker. I think now there's more weapons around there. I'm not saying that he's going to be 100 yards and a touchdown every week, but I like the eight targets, seven catches. Like, I think he's going to be a very valuable PPR, half PPR player uh, moving forward. So Yeah. While you're on that team, shout out to Nick Folk, who would be my kicker pink of the week because he scored me 19.9 fantasy points. Yeah. I just saw, I, I looked at your matchup in our home league, and I was like, God damn, Nick Folk fucking crushed it this week. <laughs> yeah. I like Nick Folk, man. I, I actually, I had him in a league, but I dropped him just because I was like, I don't know, man. New England's offense without their quarterback, but I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah, agreed. All right, your tight end. Your t- the, tight, right. the tightest pink of the week. This is the tightest pink of the week. Taysom Hill, man. Nine rushes, 112 yards, three touchdowns. He threw a passing one pass for 22 yards and another touchdown. He recovered a fumble on special teams. He did it all this week. I think this guy, as a tight end, if you're one of those guys streaming one of those, you know, if you if you had Cole Komet and you're just streaming garbage tight ends, go get Taysom Hill, plug him in there. Sure, you may get a game where he scores one or two points, but you could get something like this where you have a tight end one performance for the week that has nothing to do with 
being a tight end at all. Yeah, I mean, what's funny is we were talking about it um, um, pre-show because Director Ross was f- furious about Taysom Hill uh, scoring fucking a-, a million points just this last weekend. But, I mean, look at Waller. Waller, Waller got you a goose egg tonight. Conklin got a goose egg. Cole Komet's been dog shit. So Kittle I mean, got five points. Yeah, so it's like, fuck it. I mean... The one stat that that director Ross did bring up, which is something that you should be aware of if you if you rush out to grab Taysom Hill, which I just added him to our uh, our waiver pickups, but he's only played thirty four snaps this season total, so that's eighty seventh out of the one hundred and seventeen total tight ends that are tight end eligible players. For instance, he splits time. Mo Ali Cox only has played in 200 snaps. Cowboys rookie and backup tight end Jake Ferguson has 114. Ravens rookie tight end, who's also a backup, Isaiah Likely has 92 snaps on the week. Or I'm sorry, on the season. So, But, I mean, hey, it, like you were saying, though, if they're letting him be tight end eligible and, he, and if he can rush for, you know, 20 yards a game with potential for rushing touchdowns, fuck it, why not? And a potential for a passing touchdown. I mean, it's a risk, right? You have to understand that you're running a risk there. But if you're already running a risk there every week at that position, why not run it with somebody? Like, you could run the risk with somebody like Irv Smith, who might get you, like, Mm -hmm. 40 yards and a touchdown on a good week. Or get you a goose egg. Or you can run the risk with Taysom Hill, who might get you four touchdowns and some rushing yards or a goose egg. Like, what? You know, if you're running the risk already, you might as well run it with Hill. Taysom Hill is going to be like the true definition of a uh, boom-bust tight end player where he's either going to get you, like you said, four touchdowns or goose egg. So, and I mean, with the Saints offense not healthy, he he might be worth the shot moving forward, especially because it was successful this last weekend for them. So, And he has plenty of opportunity to get – five points a game also. I understand Ross said he only played 36 snaps, but he probably got the ball all 36 of those snaps. Yeah. So, uh, my tight end pink of the week, Dallas Goddard. Not like the greatest stat line, but eight catches on nine targets for 95 yards. And I just wanted to highlight Goddard because he hasn't been exciting. He hasn't been flashy. He's not a Kelsey. He's not, you know, the explosive dynamite that is Taysom Hill. But he's just going to have a solid floor all year. So, I mean, if if you're – I mean, everybody's tight and needy. I mean, there's a chance that you might be able to poach Goddard off of a a, a manager out there. You never know. Uh, Travis Kelsey just scored another t- – Travis Kelsey's so fucking good. That's a second touchdown tonight. Yeah. But uh, Dallas Goddard, he's currently the tight end five on the year because he's just – He's going to get you 50 yards or a touchdown every week. And, you know, we've said it before. That's all you want from your tight end. So good on you, Dallas right. Goddard. Yeah. Nice, consistent all player. Right. With the good comes the bad. And we all we all know what that means. We get a couple in the pink. But every now and then you miss and you break your dick. Have you ever done that? Where you're like, you're, you're fucking, even like maybe you're drunk. You had an edible or something. And you're fucking, and then you try to jam it in the vagina, but you actually miss, and you like hurt your dick because you like fucked like a thigh. 
I haven't done it in a long time, but it's happened, you know? Yeah, sometimes. Especially when I was younger. When I was younger, my penis yeah. had no aim in those days. Yeah, you have, you have no sense of depth when you're young. Yeah. Because you're just so full of hormones. Now we're just old and bald. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but so with, with the good comes the bad, and someone just absolutely takes a dump all over your fucking lineup. And next thing you know, your bed sheets look like the kill room from Dexter. So who ruined that for you this week? Who's your quarterback stink this week? Yeah, my quarterback stink, Matt Stafford, man. 42 passing attempts, 28 completions. He, he had 308 yards in a, in a touchdown, but he also had an interception, two fumbles. He was sacked five times, so it's not all necessarily his fault. But this guy hasn't scored more than 14 fantasy points but once this week against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, the offense looks like, like it's kind of in shambles. They need OBJ. What's it like outside of Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby? I want nothing to do with the Rams. Like their offense looks horrible. And I watched that game um, yesterday, and it was bad. The Rams look bad. Like, they yeah, look it was really bad. The, bad. Their their offensive line looks really bad. The part of the biggest problem is Matt Stafford can barely even get his second read half the time. Like so, of course he's hyper targeting Cooper Cup. He has to because he's going to get hit before he looks exactly. in the other direction. It's not all Stafford's fault on the Rams' woes. It's, he's just not getting time to pass. He's not getting a clean pocket. I mean, who knew losing fucking Andrew Whitworth, who I thought was, you know, some terrible old, barely mobile offensive go- tackle, you know, you lose a couple guys and just bad. But uh, my quarterback stink of the week, Jared Goff. I mean, guy was lighting it up, had an okay matchup against uh, – the Patriots, like their defense doesn't worry you like they used to. But, you know, 19 at 35 for 229 and a pick. Just, we're rooting for you, Jared. We were. You're, you know, you're making it happen with other guys, but just couldn't get it done this week. And you, you, you hurt a lot of teams out there. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Should be. You, you selfish son Disrespectful. Of bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's just rude. Uh, <laughs> your, your running back stink of the week makes me sad. You- you want to talk about rude? This motherfucker is the epitome of rude. Najee Harris. 11 carries. 20 yards. Yep. Three receptions. 16 yards. I'm pretty sure that Jalen Warren has a chance to get more of a workload. I mean, he, he only carried the ball five times, but he had more yards than Najee did. He's got more receptions. He's got a better yards per carry. I mean, they are playing Buffalo, so I don't think we were expecting a whole lot. But, you know, Najee's got to turn it around for where he drafted him. Like, you could try to trade him. You're not going to get much in return at this point, though. Yeah, but, like, like like you said, I, I, I don't even think I could get it done. But, like, I want to trade... Najee Harris for like Brees Hall straight up, but I don't even think I could get that. I don't even think I could do Najee Harris for Damian Pierce straight up. You know, so it's just Yeah, it's tough. Unless somebody really likes Najee, but But I mean if you take away his if you took away the player's name and just looked at his stat line, it's like, hey, I got a running back through five weeks. You know, he's running for three 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 yards a carry, only has one touchdown on the year, and he has one catch touched, you know, you're like, I don't want that fucking guy. 
Like, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. And especially when the backup there is running for five yards of carry. Yeah. Like, it, it's really disappointing. It is. And he's also my first round pick in our home league, and uh, I can't do anything with him. And then my running back stink of the week is another running back that I have in my home league. AJ Dillon, six carries for 34 yards, and that is it. I tried to, I tried to trade you for him. Do you still do you want him? You can have him. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> I'll give you uh, Jalen. Jalen, no, uh, what's his name? Uh, Justin Fields. Ugh, that's worse. <laughs> that's worse. That's worse than. I'd rather have AJ Dillon. I want nothing to do with fucking the Chicago offense. I take Dave Montgomery though. But anyways, AJ Dillon just. You know, he, he looked he looked good coming in into the season. You know, we, we thought he was going to have a, a big role. And then, you know, week one, you know, 10 carries, 45 yards and a touchdown. And the following week, 18 carries, you know, two weeks ago against New England at 17 carries. So it's like, OK, like he's still like he's getting involved, but then no targets in the passing game, you know, against a bad Giants team that actually might not be that bad because they beat the fucking Packers. But. Fucking AJ Dillon, man! What a disappointment this week, and for this season, yeah. man! Like he's just been a fucking bummer. He's getting like fifty y- around forty to fifty yards a game. He he needs touchdowns at this point, and he's not getting them. So yep. it's tough. All right, who's a wide receiver that that killed your erection this week? All right, this guy here, he's killed kind of more weeks than more weeks than not. I think. Let me look. But Jamar Chase. Was his game terrible? No, he had about just under 10 points. He had 12 targets, which is good. Seven receptions, only 50 yards, no touchdowns. It's It comes back down to what we were talking about earlier. The offense, you know, they're not giving Joe Burrow any time. He's getting sacked just as much as he was before. They were supposed to fix that up, and they haven't. If they can't fix it up, people could scheme against Jamar Chase a lot better. I think I want to say he'll be all right going forward still but where you drafted him he's not he's not a wide receiver one right now no that hurts that's really disappointing because uh you know he was a first round pick and but i I, like we were talking about it earlier though just the Bengals don't look very good their offense is just fucking weird you know joe burrow can't pass and i don't know just gross uh my wide receiver stink of the week aj brown again similar well not similar um but a high draft pick I can, that is similar, but you know, three catches on seven targets or 32 yards. Do, you know, that's terrible. And then but the, my point was that in a game where they're playing the horrible, horrible Arizona Cardinals to eke out a three point victory, just because the kicker shanked a kick at the end of the game. You know, I thought AJ, AJ Brown would be much more involved, but to only get, you know, five, six points from your fucking wide receiver. One's really disappointing. And yeah, a bonus thing, Keenan Allen, get fucking healthy. You son of a bitch. I need you. AJ Brown's weird because I feel like the problem there in Philadelphia is it's going to be Devontae Smith or AJ Dillon. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of games where it's both of them. Well, the, or the problem is, is if you get close to the end zone, Jalen hurts had two rushing touchdowns. So that, Mm -hmm. you know, so that means there are zero reception touchdowns and that affects Miles Sanders because it went to Jalen hurts, not to Miles Sanders. So yeah, I agree. All right. Who's your tight end? My tight end here, George Kittle. You know, he had five receptions on his six targets. 
So his target share is going down. That's probably because Debo is great, and Wilson's been running the ball well. And Ayuk is actually, like, I don't think Ayuk is really fantasy relevant, but the team's involving him more than he was last year. He's not dropping the ball as much. But, you know, 47 yards, a fumble, like, you're not really getting anything out of kill this year mm-hmm. so far. And you thought that the Jimmy G would help him out, but he hasn't scored more than six points all, all year. Yeah. This is his best game so far. Yeah, it's tough. I don't even – well, we were just talking about it before we even started recording was, uh, you know, Jimmy G, it has to get better. Because, like, you know, he came into the season expecting to be on a different team. And then all of a sudden, when it turned out that they weren't going to be able to trade him, then he's going through the season thinking he's just going to be the backup all year. So the offense is, is more designed for Trey Lance. The schemes are set up for Trey Lance. Um, and maybe Jimmy's not quite in football shape yet. You know, he sat all offseason recovering from a shoulder surgery. And, you know, now all of a sudden it's like, nah, dude, you're the fucking guy. So get it done. I think part of the problem, too, is they don't really need crazy production out of the team. Like, they they scored 37 points. Tevin Coleman did good. Jeff Wilson did good. Mm -hmm. Even Garoppolo had a decent game. But, like, they're getting a lot of work done on the ground. And And good defense. mm -hmm, And really good defense. So, short fields. So, kind of what it turns into. Uh, My tight end stink of the week. Tyler Conklin. and and what's more, the reason why I'm upset with Conklin, not because he was some star tight end that you were expecting big production from, but he's been he's been fantasy relevant all year, but he only had one target. He played in 68% of the snaps, but the Jets scored 40 points. And he just was not involved in any of that. And that that to me is more disappointing because, you know, if, if if I told you like, you know, Conklin's been pretty good all year. If I'm like, hey, man. Fucking the Jets scored 40 points. You'd be like, oh, fuck yeah. Conklin probably did like what? 80 yards and a touchdown. Like, nah, zero. Fucking goose egg. Yeah, I think this is kind of what we were said we were worried about when Zach Wilson came back is will he be used the same? And I think that's yet to be seen still, right? And I think we're I'm leaning towards no, he won't be. Yeah. Well, I mean, Zach Wilson was just throwing he was throwing it to everybody. And then plus like Brees Hall was so dominant. And then, you know, Michael Carter even had a good game too. So and then their defense was coming out tough. I mean, it also yeah. helps that the Dolphins were on their third string quarterback and stuff like that. But still, oh, certainly. But yeah, I don't know, disappointing for everybody. I wish I had Travis Kelsey in our home league. I wish I had Travis Kelsey in any league. You can have him in our Empire League. No, that's different. It'll cost you. It'll it'll cost you Brees Hall. I'll pass. You got Brees Hall in that league. I think so. I can't remember. Yeah, whatever. All right. So week six is now the first week with buys. It's going to be the Detroit Lions, Houston Texans, Las Vegas Raiders, and Tennessee Titans. So you're going to be missing out on some of your fantasy relevant players. So, you know, on the Lions side, thank God DeAndre Swift gets another week of rest. Hopefully he can get better. But, you know, you're going to be missing out on Monroe St. Brown, TJ Hawkinson. Even Jared Goff, like he had a bad game, but I, I, I don't know. I'm not giving up on Jared Goff yet. For Texans, you know, you're going to lo- lose out on Cooks and Pierce, Raiders, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and the Titans. So you're losing King Henry. And that's probably it. 
So uh, we compiled a little list here of uh, some waiver wire pickups that we like. Now we do use ours off of the Yahoo availability just because sleepers is confusing because it's dynasty. So, you know, a player might be 99% rostered, but then you go to Yahoo and they're only like 4% rostered. So I'm going to go ahead and take the quarterbacks and the wide receivers and then fish. I'll let you do the running backs and tight ends. So with the quarterbacks, Geno Smith, he is available in 65% of leagues. Like fish just said, he's the quarterback five through five weeks of fantasy. So the sample size is now big enough to know that, Hey, Geno Smith might be legit. Now. I don't think he's going to be, you know, the Josh Allen dominant, uh, wide receiver, I'm sorry, quarterback for the rest of the year, but he's been good. And, you know, if you're out there starting Kirk cousins or Matt Stafford or Derek Carr or something, you could do a lot worse. And I, and I think, I think uh, Geno Smith is worth picking up. And then the other one I wanted to mention here is Carson Wentz. Yes. I know Carson Wentz is gross and all that other stuff. But the thing is this through five weeks, he's still the quarterback eight. He's been good except in one he had one bad game this week i'm sorry this season i was back in week three but i mean i guess he actually had a bad game against dallas well but out of out of the five games he had three great games you know injured wide receiver core this last yesterday he threw for 359 and two touchdowns so carson Wentz, i still think is fantasy relevant and he's available in 54% of leagues, so pick up right. Carson And he Wentz. had a bad game against Dallas. I think at this point we can say it's safe to assume that you throw the bad games against Dallas out the window. Everybody has – Dallas' defense is dominant. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's where I'm getting at. And Cooper Rush is going to lead them to a Super Bowl. That would be awesome. I hate the Cowboys, but if they win a Super Bowl, I hope it's Cooper Rush at the helm. That's the, I, I, I'm definitely not a Dallas fan at all. But if Cooper Ru- if Cooper Rush is the starter the rest of the year, then I'm rooting for Dallas all year. Because fuck yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk about some running backs. Yeah, so the first one here is, is more of a safety play. So James Conner's hurt. He could miss time. We don't really know yet. So it's uh, kind of a precautionary ad. If you're a Conner owner and if you're not, or maybe even if you're facing him, then maybe go grab Eno Benjamin. You know, Eno's averaging about four yards a carry this season. He got in the end zone. Uh, last week, he's getting targets in the passing game. If his volume goes up, I think he's you know he's efficient enough to to stream on a week where Connor's out. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one here. And then the next is uh, probably your hottest waiver wire out if you're available. Rashad Penny goes down with a broken leg. Ken Walker is gonna get a majority of the workload. I know DJ Dallas and Travis Homer may take some carries. I suspect it'd be about. 75% Ken Walker in there. And he looked good once he got the reins this week. Eight carries, 88 yards, and a touchdown. I know one of them was a big yard, a big play. But, you know, the Saints' run defense isn't terrible. They're playing against Arizona, the Chargers, in the next two weeks. And, you know, Arizona should be a good game. And we'll see how the usage pans out. But I suspect that he's going to be just fine. And... Yeah the go-to guy bell cow here in Seattle. Heck yeah. Uh, wide receivers to take a look at. I just talked about him, but Jacoby Myers, if he's out there, grab him. He's available in 52% of leagues. Um, he missed two games, but he's been really good for 
two out of the three. So week one, Travis Kelsey just had his third touchdown. <laughs> God damn, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> and Fucking... the Raiders are going to lose now. They started so good. God, God bless you, Travis Kelsey. I'm riding him to another dynasty championship in our Empire League. <laughs> all, all on Travis all Kelsey's shoulders. Yeah, let's do it, baby. All right, anyways, back to Jacoby Myers. So, I mean, week two before he before the injury, he had 13 targets, went nine for 95. Then he, he misses two weeks with a knee injury, and he comes back, eight targets, seven for 111 and a touchdown. You know, he's available out there. And, and the thing is, like, he's not a sexy name because he's not, you know, Mr. Highlight Reel. I don't even think he's ever been, like, you know, a, a – like a fan favorite anyways, but just, I, I like Jacoby Myers, especially like I said, in half and full PPR, he's, he's very valuable in my opinion. So go out and get him. Uh, another player I want to talk about Alec Pierce. Yes. I know the Colts are gross, but I think he's at least worth a bench stash. I'm not saying he's going to be like a superstar stuff, but at least keep an eye on this guy. Cause two weeks in a row, he's had a couple good games uh, against Tennessee. He had, you know, six targets went four for 80. That's not bad. Then, Against Denver, when the Colts did fuck all, and Pierce went eight for eighty-one and had nine targets. So I mean, Matt Ryan's looking his way. He's available in ninety-two percent of leagues, so he's out there. Um, and then the last player I want to pick, talk about, it, you don't necessarily need to pick him up right now because they're going to be on the bye week. But I do like Josh Reynolds, um, especially with you know DJ Chark is hurt. Amon Ross St. Brown's been banged up. DeAndre Swift has been banged up. So Josh Reynolds, man, he's been fantasy relevant for fucking four weeks in a row. I mean, even, uh, you know, just looking at his last couple of games, 90, 96 yards, 81 yards, 92 yards. He has two touchdowns on the year. He's the wide receiver 23 right now. So, um, and he's available in 68% of leagues, 69% of leagues. So grab that man. You grab him now. Yeah. And he could be competing for DJ Chark's role when when DJ Chark comes back if he doesn't turn it around. So, yeah, I mean he's looking good. I, I like, like why would why would why would you bench him when he's still doing great out there? So keep it going. Yeah, I agree. All right, tight ends. Tight ends gross. Um, I'll give you a couple. Uh, Hayden Hurst. He hasn't seen the most yardage production, but he's got two, a touchdown two weeks in a row. We'll see if he can string together a third, you know. But he's getting, uh, with the exception of the of two games against one against Miami, which he actually still had a good game, and then one against the Jets, he's getting seven targets a game. So the targets are there. I expect him to stay, and you know, six receptions for fifty yards is pretty good. And he tacked on a touchdown last time. So if you're streaming, he's not a bad option. He's right at the tight end 12 and standard and 11 and PPR. And then the next one here is if you're streaming, same thing. Want to take that bigger risk? We talked about him earlier, Taysom Hill. You know, Taysom Hill is out there in 70% of leagues. It's tight end eligible in most leagues, most platforms. So, you know, if you're already running the risk, then just run it a little deeper. It might pan out for you. Well, you said, you know, you – Play Conklin, you risk getting zero. You risk getting zero playing Hill, but Hill has some major upside. So, um, yeah. I mean, rest of season, would you rather have Taysom Hill or Kyle Pitts? 
uh, I'm gonna say Kyle Pitts just because the potential's <laughs> there, but like the like currently the way it looks is Taysom Hill. Yeah. What I would like is to ride Taysom Hill the regular season, but I would want to be looking for a more reliable ten point a week tight end going you know into the. If, playoffs. Actually, do this. If you have Taysom Hill on your roster right now, try to trade him for Dallas Goddard. Because, <laughs> again, Goddard hasn't because he hasn't scored a touchdown this year. At least I don't think he scored a touchdown this year. But he's, like, quietly the tight end five. So, but you have a safe floor every week. So I think I would try right. to do that. I would be like, hey. Yeah, certainly. Taysom Hill's been – especially right now. I would, I would trade the shit out of Taysom Hill if I had him on a league right now. Like, now's the week that you want to move Taysom Hill. Um. Yeah, like, look, he's he not, he's probably not going to get four touchdowns. He's probably not going to get four in another game. He may have another game with two touchdowns, but four, I mean, come on now. I would, but see, I would gladly take the risk of moving Hill for Goddard. Oh, I would do it every time just because yeah. the consistency is there. You want the consistency in the postseason. If, if you want to try to sneak some games, regular season, cool. Trade away Darren Waller if you can. I. <laughs> I don't even, like. I, I'm gonna, like. I have him in a dynasty league, and I'm literally just going to put him up on the trading block and go. I don't even care what you're offering. Just offer the first offer that comes into my inbox. I'll accept it. I don't want him anymore. Yeah, I'm not that low on him, but I'm pretty low. He hasn't been able to stay healthy ever. Period. And that was back when he was a junkie too. He got kicked out of the league. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, you know, actually, I have one more question for you. This has been kind of like a topic that's been coming up in 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 leagues, and I have mixed feelings about it. I just want to hear your opinion on it. What are your thoughts about leagues that also play against the league median? So, meaning, for those of you that don't know how that how that works is, so you have your head to head matchup, so you could you know take take a win or a loss, obviously. But then if your point total is higher than what the league average is for that week, you get an additional win. So every week you could go 2-0, 1-1, But it's just a wait. It's kind of like the, the guy that, you know, you scored the second highest point total that week. But unfortunately, you faced the guy that had the highest point total that week. So you take a loss, but you would have beat everybody else. So it's a way that you don't walk away empty-handed. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts on that, and I get it. I understand it. I play in a dynasty like that. I don't mind it. I'm not. I don't hate it. But my thoughts are, then go play fucking best ball. Yeah. Right. Like, like I like the fact that the number one team can get a loss because they played some other team who randomly scored 190 points from some flukes. Like I, I you're taking that away from it at the same time. So if you don't like that about it, then that's fine. And I understand that some people make it to the playoffs, you know, like the eighth seed in the playoffs may have eked out a couple wins and the ninth seed may have more points over the year. But that also is like kind of irrelevant to me. I like the, I like the, you know, like if, are we going to say that we should, Say do that in the NFL so that way teams like the Detroit Lions don't feel so bad mm-hmm. because they scored the most points so far, or except close for, to except except against the Patriots except for this week yeah yeah it might be back back down to normal now but do you get what I'm saying like I like the the aspect of that and really in most leagues you play almost everybody else twice so you have the option of being the person on top 
of that exchange. And I agree with you because I, I might be time. an old man yelling at clouds, but it's like I like just the head to head matchup. Like I, I don't hate now. Like, like uh, let me say this: I could go either way. I personally don't care, right? But my my thought is though at the same time, like like in our home league last year, I was like the second lowest point total in the league, but I got lucky in some of my matchups and I ended up with the eighth seed. You know, so I mean, it happens. Right. Like, and, and it's kind of like it's a weekly game and I just happen to beat my opponent that week. It is what it is. You know? Yeah. That's and, what that and you're taking that away. No, I, like I'm with you. I don't hate it. I don't really care either way. I'll play. If somebody invites me to a league, that's not going to be a reason I don't play. But I also, I do feel like if you're going to play that way, if you're going to be worried about stuff like that, then just go play best ball and whoever drafts the best lineup wins. Like don't make it some convoluted thing to make it to the playoffs. Just go I, play I best, best ball. ball. I'm only in one best ball league this year because I was just lazy and I'm in, you know, 7,000 other leagues. So I was just too lazy to do more best ball drafts. But I will say I'm fucking dominating that league. I have I have won two of the five weeks and I'm in first place in that league. So nice. Yeah, I've got quite a few. I'm doing all right in most of them. My best one is I'm in one of those puppy bowls on underdog. It's five bucks. There's like a bajillion people in it. I don't know what you win. I didn't do the $20 one for this one. I mm-hmm. I did the $5 one in this one, and I'm in second place. I have, like, 650 points. The next guy below me has got, like, just under 500, and the guy above me is just, like, 10 points above me. I'm hoping I make it to the playoffs in that one. I'm not entirely sure how I'm doing in – I think I'm about to get eliminated in the Dynasty, the Dynasty Pylon Guillotine Leagues with the, the guys from Dynasty Pylon. Oh, no. I think I'm- I think I'm about to get eliminated. I I'm actually looking right now. I have 89 points. I have 89.65, and the next lowest guy is 89.7. So I'm losing by 0.05. So come on, MVS, get me some points. I need it. You just need a reception and no fumbles after that. Yes. Yes. Get me get me a catch in like 10 yards, and we'll we'll be good. But call it a day. Yeah, I think that's gonna do it. I'm good. Almost an hour. Yeah, me too. Nice. Well, hey, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Rome, we love you. Hope you get better soon, yes. buddy. Um, yeah, get us on the social medias. We like chatting with you guys. Uh, Filthy F Ball Show is the show's Twitter. Get fish at F Football Fish. Get Big Rome at Big Rome FFF. Uh, Instagram is Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Email us at Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. And again, thank you so much for, for playing. If you're ever in doubt, just pull your tits out. King Josh, Josh the King. Fantasy Fish, on behalf of Big Rum, have a good one, y'all.